Welcome to another episode of The Carousel, your number one spot for all the latest news, rumors, and scoop uh, in the college basketball coaching carousel. I'm Adam Gordon, joined by Brian Burton, as always, from All Access Network. Uh, I, my apologies, I just took a bite of a granola bar right before we went on the air for some reason. Uh, Brian, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's my daughter's birthday today, so it's a big, it's a big day. Big four. Oh, happy birthday! Four, you said? Yeah, big four for Janaya. We celebrated this weekend. It went well. And yeah, we'll have a little, little bit of mini celebration today, and then I got baby, I got the littlest one with me. So we're we're rocking over here. We're rocking. I love it. Daddy daycare, as as Daryl Jacobs always calls you. Um, what is the uh, what was the theme of the cake? What kind of cake did we Mo- have? It was Moana. We went Moana thing, but we went nothing bun cakes, but we went plates. And decorations, Moana. So she had Moana shirt on. My middle had Moana shirt on. So shout out to Moana. I love Empo- it. Empowering young girls through Disney. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I would love a little Moana or some Pocahontas or, or just something. My son is all boy and it's like monster trucks like all the time. <laughs> That's good. Uh, That's what you want. No, it's it's great. Whatever makes him happy is fine. But, you know, mix in a little. Mix in a Disney movie for me every once in a while. <laughs> You don't want to be wanted for him though. He's got to get like uh he likes cars. I can get him into cars. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. So uh anyways, people are not here to listen to us and our takes on on Disney movies, although <laughs> that's probably another podcast. People want to talk about uh all the latest jobs and openings. Um, if you guys have heard scoop or or rumors, if you want to share what you've heard, drop us a comment, slide into the DMs. Or you can text us anonymously at 662-418-9031. A short 30-minute show today. Uh, We don't have as much to talk about today, I don't think. There's been three hires since our last show. So we'll go through those. Um, We will talk Cincinnati. Uh, We'll talk Arizona, UTEP. We'll get into all of it. Um, But, uh, uh uh-oh. Matt Barnhouse need need to figure out the rumors that Matt Barnhouse is the hottest video coordinator prospect. Is this? Can you confirm this, Brian? Uh, I would say in a very uh, important market for video graphics, creative content, Barnhouse is your guy. Hashtag yeah, no, hire Matt Barnhouse. No question. Hashtag hashtag hire Matt Barnhouse. Yeah, if you're looking for for a creative edge with somebody who can you know, do everything you need to do video wise, but bring that social media graphics uh, twist of things that he's your guy. Uh, yeah, it's a, big, it's a big deal now for college programs to be able to have a, you know, just a creative content presence, especially with no official visits and uh, the the pandemic. It's even more important to be able to have a, a visual virtual presence. So yeah, Mar- Matt Barnhouse is your guy. Got great experience too. No doubt. All right, let's get into it. Um, as always, we host the show not to celebrate open jobs. Uh, we host the show because uh, we want to share share the knowledge, share the love. And why us? Not because we have all the answers, because <laughs> we simply don't give a fuck. Um, okay, Western Carolina uh, made it official maybe this morning, but it was kind of broke the internet yesterday. It didn't break the internet. The news broke on the internet. Uh, Justin Gray of Winthrop got the head job at Western Carolina. He's their guy. Of course, the former Wake Forest great. Uh, I coached against him for, for a year or two uh, when I was at Clemson. 
uh, very good player. Uh, and obviously has been a part of a championship program at Winthrop. So congratulations to him. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, there's definitely something to be said about um, a guy who is knows the Carolinas, knows the area, has won. Um, I'm just a fan of when teams are able to have success and assistants are able to get opportunities because it should be about winning. You know, it isn't always about winning, but it should be about winning. So happy for uh, Justin Gray to get this opportunity. A little bit of a challenging job, but I think he would be a guy that's up for it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that probably will open up a spot on Pat Kelsey's staff at Charleston, I would imagine. So you'll have people lining up and blowing up his phone uh, yes. for the next, you know, 10 days or so. Um, but that's a great job. Again, an assistant spy at, at a college of Charleston with a guy like Pat Kelsey. Um, it'd be interesting to see who, who joins his staff there. Um, Eastern Michigan made it official hiring Boom. Stan Heath of the Lakeland magic. You got Western Carolina who goes with the young, the young assistant with no head coaching experience. And this is pretty much the opposite. You get a, a veteran who's led multiple programs, uh, Again, most recently the Lakeland Magic, University of South Florida, Arkansas. Um, I don't know where he's at before those places, but he he led a lot of programs. Somewhere he was an assistant at Michigan State. Where was he before Arkansas? And I think he was. A, I think he's an alum of Eastern Michigan. I think he played there. Oh, did he? Yep, I think so. Okay, I think so. Okay. He's coming coming back home. Yeah, and I think uh, I think before. Sorry, we should have this stuff for you at our fingertips. I think before um, Arkansas, he was at Kent State. Um, so, yeah, somebody who's led, again, four different programs and now has the opportunity to uh, go to Eastern Michigan, yes, his alma mater, and see if he can get them consistently competing uh, in the MAC. Tough league. Lots of turnover this year, right? Yeah, people talk about uh, – I think we even talked about on the show, people like – um, Mr. Former Boston College, Jim Christian, guys like yeah. that getting having a chance to get recycled higher. Uh, cool to be able to see Stan Heath get a chance to do it again and get uh, his next shot. So, yeah, I love to see it. I think it's a tricky job, but great for him to be able to <laughs> come back, come back home. I'm not exactly sure what that means. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means either, Kevin. Are you, is, is, are you early claiming that Eastern Michigan is going to the Elite Eight? What are you saying, Kevin? Bold, bold prediction. Well, either way, we appreciate Kevin, the great Kevin Sweeney of College Basketball Central and Sports Illustrated tuning in. Uh, also, Paul, we love we love when this is interactive. I appreciate it, Paul. I did get a haircut yesterday, uh, so I'm feeling fresh as well. <laughs> uh, okay, UMBC also goes with the veteran uh, Jim Ferry, who most recently was at Penn State. Uh, before that, was a head coach at Duquesne. Yep. Uh, but before that, had a very successful tenure at LIU Brooklyn. Yep. Um, so, okay, Stan Heath went to the Elite Eight. There you go. Yeah, boom. Yeah, Stan Heath's a great we, – we didn't always – we didn't all the way finish because we had such great comments. But Stan Heath's a great hire for a proven winner and a guy who gets another chance, and he's been at the pro level and get a chance to come back and uh, do it again. I love, I love it when these guys are – these programs are hiring – former players that have had success uh, at other places and other levels. So uh, excited to see what Stan Heath can do at Eastern Michigan. Another challenging job, but uh, he'll take a lot of pride and ownership because it's his alma mater. And, yeah, he's had some elite success going as far as elite A. So 
Dan Heath used to be one of those guys back in the day that was the hot name. That's why he's had so many jobs you've mentioned. So he's taken programs and won in a lot of different places. So excited for Dan Heath. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about, let's talk a little bit. We'll dive more into to Stan Heath here. Honestly, great hire by Scott Weatherby, uh, the athletic director at Eastern Michigan. Yeah. It's not a great job on paper. Brian, yeah. I know you always got your your job rankings. I don't know where it ranks. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it today, Coach. You didn't, you didn't seem to like the rankings too much. You like the Adam Gordon rankings better. I like the rankings. I like I like having the debate. You know, I don't agree with your rankings most of the time. I like when you have it. They're not mine. They're not, they're not mine. But I got um, but yeah, Stan Heath. Okay, let's let's just look at his record here. Uh, as Kevin mentioned, was the head coach at Kent State. I didn't realize this. Won 30 games there in one season and took them to the Elite Eight uh, back in 2002. I did not know that. I didn't know he took Kent State to the Elite Eight. Obviously, that is very impressive. Then he went to Arkansas and for five years won. Which, real quick, uh, real quick, Kent State, same league, correct? Yes, in the MAC. Yep. Same league. Okay, just wanted to make sure I said that for the listeners. Yep, for sure. Um, at Arkansas, his last two years won 22 games and 21 games and went to two straight tournaments uh, before. I don't know if he was let go or if pressure was just mounting, but I remember it being like a messed up deal uh, the way Arkansas did him a little bit. But he left there, went to South Florida, uh, and took South Florida to the tournament. How often do you hear that? Won 20 games, two of his seven years there, uh, two of his six years there, uh, and then eventually was let go. Again, South Florida, tough job. But, uh, yeah, somebody who's, like, proven he can win at a high level. And, again, at, at Eastern Michigan, how, how are you going to do better than that? Um, I don't know you can. Great hire. Great hire. Great and he's and, and right there. And supposed to be a great person as well. The word on the street. I don't know the same person, but his reputation, his reputation is very high as far as what kind of person he is. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Can't let's talk about it. Let's talk Jim Ferry, UMBC. This was one I was hoping they would move Nate Dixon up, uh, the assistant for Ryan Odom there. Nate did a great job on that staff. He's, he certainly earned his uh, his shot. He's been at it for a long time. Yep. But they went the, the outside route, and they, they did a good job getting Jim Ferry again, as we mentioned, was at Penn State most recently. But before that, the head coach of Duquesne, uh, and before that, a very successful tenure at LIU Brooklyn. What do we think about this one, Brian? Yeah, the world on the street, they wanted a proven head coach. I hate it for Nate Dixon because he deserves that opportunity, and that was kind of a trend to be able to move some guys up, but uh, they wanted a proven head coach that had experience. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot of stops. I mean, when you, you definitely experienced, did a good job at a similar place in LIU Brooklyn, so um, I'm assuming that's what they're looking at the most, but also has that high-level experience at Penn State, and uh, Duquesne tenure wasn't as great, but he earned that from his time at uh, L.I. Brooklyn. So, yeah, over 500 as a coach. Uh, he definitely can coach. I think they made a good hire. And, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, one of the, the unexpected jobs that just recently opened, Cincinnati. Uh, this was not something I think people were anticipating. John Brandon just in his second year uh, at Cincinnati, I believe. Maybe third. I believe two, though. Uh, and I've talked to a lot of people. And I, I still don't, like, know what the hell happened. I, I get it. Like, six dudes went into the portal in one day. Uh, doesn't that happen at every school? All the, aren't there, like, 400,000 kids in the transfer portal officially? Um, 
I think it's the official number is 400,000 at this point. Uh, <laughs> I think it's actually 25% of all college rosters, Division One so far in the portal. So obviously something happened here internally. There was some sort of shakeup. Something happened. There's an investigation. I don't know that the investigation concluded, but they decided to terminate John Brannon. Uh, again, I don't know what happened. I don't know, have any of the facts. My experience with John Brannon, he's, he's a great guy and obviously has had a lot of success on the court at Northern Kentucky and had a really good first year at Cincinnati. They struggled, you know, during this COVID season, but uh, I'm sure more info will come out. Uh, and now this is a high major job that we didn't expect to open that is on the market. And it yep. sounds like, do they already have their guy? Is that what you're hearing, Brian? Uh, I've heard it's kind of open. I've heard it, I've heard they're talking to quite a few guys. So oh, okay. I, 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 I haven't I haven't heard it's a done deal, shoe in, slam dunk. I have not heard that. Now a lot of people think that uh, the current head coach uh, at another at a SEC school is supposed to get this job. Uh, that rumor has been out there since before this job even opened. So I don't know if that's the one you're talking about, but there could be no, others. No, I, I, uh, Eric Martin at West Virginia. Um, who's a former Cincinnati guy, uh, but current assistant coach at West Virginia for Bob Huggins, who obviously you would think still has a lot of pull at the school. It sounds like it's his job. And I, I mean, that's just what I saw on Twitter and talked to some people about. It sounds like it's headed that direction. But um, what SEC head coach are you talking about? What SEC head coach other than Frank Martin which there were some rumors about that. Is that what you were talking about? Like maybe he's, he's, about he's, he's the guy that's been talked about for this job since the season's ended. But uh, I think I just read that he he got they extended him after all the drama. Like there's going to be big some big shakeout and fallout in right, South Carolina. Right, sounds right. like fallout is they gave him a contract extension. Yeah, the good thing sometimes about these jobs open that some of these coaches may be able to get is that they get extensions and people want to keep them. So uh, good for them. Um, and good for coach if he did get that extension. Uh, the first, the names I've heard, the first round of interviews I have here is uh, Dennis Gates, who was a hot name early in the. We got to do a Dennis. Hey, we got to do a Dennis Gates watch because as much as we do the John Beeline watch, Dennis Gates' name gets mentioned for every oh, time oh, out there. Hopefully, Dennis Gates watch. He's in Cleveland, doing a great job at Cleveland State. But um, yes, his name is mentioned uh, the first round of interviews. Uh, Lamont Paris, who is the head coach at Chattanooga. Uh, Jeff Linder, which I was a little surprised at that from Wyoming. His name was mentioned. Uh, Nick Van Exel, Nick DeQuick, one of the great alums from Cincinnati. His name was mentioned. Eric Martin, as you said. Uh, Scott Nagy, who is the head coach at Wright State. Ronald Norred, who played at Butler and was a really good player and is an NBA uh, assistant coach Casey Alexander and Ryan Peden is the names that I have. Maybe others. I've also heard possibly UCLA assistant Darren. See how you say his name? Savino. Uh, Savino. Yep, Darren Savino. Possibly. So yeah, it's all over the place. I love it. Yeah, that's a big list. Uh, that's that's who that's, you have heard got like a first round phone call. First round of interviews at Cincy. Literally what I was told. It's a weird list, too, because most of those guys aren't, like, who you would think would be next up for a high major job. Dennis Gates, yes. Um, you know, Scott Nagy, sure, like, he's had a ton of success. But a lot of those other guys, not that they're, I, they're all great, really good coaches. They probably do a good job, but not the high-profile names that right. 
would come to mind, right? Right, right, right. And, and a high-level job. I mean, Cincinnati's in the American. Um, they have super high expectations, great tradition. I think it's paying over a million. Um, so, yeah, high-level job. Definitely paying over a million. Yeah, I think it's 1.5. Cincinnati. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so people people talk about DePaul so much and DePaul, 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 but like Cincinnati is a big time job to be open. Oh, way better job. Way better job than DePaul. I don't know where it falls on your rankings again. Of, of not, 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 very, not very high in the Big East. Cincinnati is a top three job in the American. Yeah, well, look at their look at their recent coaches. Okay, John Brandon, of course, you know, something happened there. But Mick Cronin, uh, Andy Kennedy, yep. uh, Bob Huggins. Uh, you're talking about three, like that's pretty high, you know, pretty, pretty high. What is the phrase I'm looking for? Good company. Um, yeah. To be in right there. Yeah. No question. High pedigree. So, uh, but yeah, I'm hearing Eric Martin is a done deal. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. It hasn't moved as fast as, uh, as, as maybe what some people would have thought for it to be a done deal. So I'm just curious. It's kind of like the next job I'm sure we're going to talk about Arizona. Yeah. Surprise it surprise it hasn't happened yet for supposedly to be in such a done deal. Hold on, I'm sorry. We're getting a John <laughs> unconfirmed rumors. John Beeline has been spotted in Cincinnati with a bowl of skyline chili. Uh shirt sleeves rolled up per the use. Uh can we see John Beeline in Cincinnati? Is that is he, is he wearing black and red? Is that no, he's wearing his normal blue button. <laughs> this Tell is unconfirmed though. Just I love it. Unconfirmed. Uh, John Beeline. John Beeline's a great coach. Let's be honest. Uh, I do think there's, a, there's, there's, he's an elite level coach, but there's a fit that doesn't feel like it fits in Cincinnati as much. No, Cincinnati's. <laughs> although I'm sure he'd be great there, but Cincinnati's yeah. always like the coaches we mentioned. Just gotta have like a grit and grind and like yeah, some JUCO. You gotta add some JUCO to you. Yeah, John Beeline's just so skilled and. High IQ and execution, which is phenomenal, but I don't know if that fits in Cincinnati the same way that traditionally. Right, right, right. Okay, let's go back out to the desert, Arizona. What's going on here? This everyone said Tommy Lloyd done deal, and now it's not done. You know, what's what's but, going on here? Was was John Beeline? Wait a minute, was he was he in Arizona last week? Is he back? No, no, no. John Beeline was unconfirmed spotted in Cincinnati this morning. I, I was just making sure. I didn't know if he was like. In Arizona last night. Okay, just checking. He might have been. You never know where John B. Lyon's going to pop up. Yeah, you just never know. He might be um, in El Paso. <laughs> he might be. He might be. Uh, I don't know what's going on here. It, it, the, the, the conversation um, that I had with someone who's semi-connected to this place just wondered if there was a like a dark horse name that is, is, is just being considered because – it seems like it would have gone faster. It seemed like it would have been a Monday morning or Tuesday morning breaking news. Arizona's hiring Tommy Lloyd, and it's done. And the fact that it's not done, maybe they're working out something. I don't know, but it seems like there's more to the story here of people that they may be considering. Well, you got to also just respect the process because these things do take time. It's not just as simple as like snapping your fingers and you got a new head coach. Right. You do have negotiations. You've got you know, ADs are running their, you know, 25 other sports at the same time. So, you know, as much as you'd like them to just like put a hundred percent of their effort on this, you right. know, there's other stuff going on too. And, you know, sometimes there's still a pandemic going on. In case there is. Forgotten. There is. So like, yeah. 
you know, there's a lot of factors that, that get put in here. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, Damon Stoudemire, Tommy Lloyd seem to be the two favorites going into here. But, uh, yeah, they people they said they Tommy Lloyd was done. So we'll see. He still might be their guy. Yeah, they mentioned the Scott Drew before. I don't think that's going to happen. They mentioned um, Josh Pasner. Uh, Luke Walton came out and said he is not taking the Arizona job. He loves his job with the Sacramento Kings. So maybe Bill Walton, maybe Bill Walton comes out of the blue and he takes the job. Did that I'm happen? For it. I'm all for it. I can't see him competing <laughs> against. Uh, yeah, we're getting we're getting uh, um, some some scoop here that the state of Arizona has very strict rules about the hiring process. So that's wow. another factor too. A lot of times, state school um, it may take a little longer. There may be some extra hoops to jump through. The anonymous tip line, I like it. Yeah, the, the old anonymous tip line. Text us with anonymous scoop, uh, news 662-418-9031. Um, UTEP, it sounds like we've got a clear list of who's involved. We've got Chris Jans. Yep. We've got Joe Golding. Chris Jans, of course, New Mexico State. Joe Golding at Abilene Christian. Um, Jerome Tang at Baylor. And maybe two others. Who am I missing here? Uh, Doc Sadler, who is assistant yep. or associate head coach at Nebraska and former head coach at UTEP uh, and Southern Miss and Nebraska. And then um, David Patrick, who's the associate head coach at Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are, those guys would all be great. Doc Sadler um, had a really successful tenure at UTEP. Um, he hasn't had much success since then. Uh, but one he of did, the he did, well, he did have he did have some success at Southern Miss before he went to Nebraska. Probably finished top five or so ish, which Southern Miss is a tough job. So okay, um, that was his probably more, most recent success. But he went back to Southern Miss after Nebraska. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. Before Nebraska, before Nebraska, he was at Southern Miss, which is in the same conference as UTEP. Hold on, uh, hold on, sir. We got yeah. we got to fact check something here, because you may be right, but I'm pretty sure wasn't he at Southern Miss after Nebraska as well? Yes, um, All right. I'm pulling up his Wikipedia page here. Nebraska, Nebraska head coach to Southern Miss. He's now at Nebraska as an assistant, is what I meant. Okay, okay. So I'm just going to break down for you his career real quick because I've got it here on Wikipedia. So uh, was very successful at UTEP. Was there for two years, won 27 games, and then 21 games. Uh, from there, got the Nebraska job. Was there for five years, won 17, 20, 18, 15, 19, oh, six years, and then 12, and then was let go, and then became the head coach at Southern Miss, uh, where uh, three wins, eight wins, nine wins, 16 wins, 20 wins. Um, so he did certainly, you're right, I didn't realize that steady progression at Southern Miss. He it's, did a pretty good job there. Tough uh, job. Tough yeah, job. it is a tough job. So, yeah, his name has been mentioned with UTEP as well as the other guys. Dave Patrick would be great. Jerome Tang, all those guys, really good list. Can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. what do you think about that list? Let's hear you break it down. Uh, I really I, – I think you can't miss. Obviously, Jerome Tang is a guy that doesn't have that head coaching experience, but, like, uh, you're not going to find a more well-liked and respected and hotter – name in terms of an assistant coach out there in the country coming off the national championship uh in the same state this that would be a no-brainer 
Joe Golding's proven. I mean, what a, the job he's done at Abilene Christian is like second to none. Right. Um, so like he'd be fantastic. Chris Jans, everybody in the world knows Chris Jans can coach basketball and can yeah. recruit at a high level. And this is, you know, another one of those jobs like Cincinnati that like has a little Juco in it. Like you usually yeah. get like tough, tough dudes. Um, and that's like Chris Jans's MO as well as Joe Golding's MO. Yeah. Um, Doc Sadler, again, he's, he's, I don't know the guy, um, but people love him. Everyone yeah. who knows him thinks he's like amazing. Obviously he's done a good job. Nebraska didn't work out, but who has one in Nebraska? Nobody. Um, so, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt there. Right. Uh, did I leave anyone off? on, on David, my Patrick. David Patrick. David Patrick, yeah. Was doing a great job at Irvine, left to go to Arkansas. Uh, not Irvine, Riverside. Riverside. Uh, and, uh, yeah, David Patrick would be great. And this is this would be a step up. That's a better job. UTEP's a better job than Riverside, I would think. Yeah, definitely. Um, and definitely. so – yeah, I mean, again, you can't go wrong. I'm, I'm down with any of those. Yeah, it sounds like David Patrick is probably not going to be in the finalist finalists. Uh, he wasn't at top five. It sounds like it's down to three, more or less. Now, some of the some of the boosters that Doc Sadler is rounding up, supposedly, are rallying behind him to get the job. So I don't know if that is going to put him in the door or not. But it sounds like it's a three-man race with Jerome Tang, Chris Jans, and Joe Golden. So no real true separation on who uh, is the favorite or who is not. They did a fan poll uh, on their uh, in their ESPN El Paso, I think, in the last recent days. And Jerome Tang was like 55% their choice. Um, I don't know that they have any say-so in it. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously Chris Jans knows the area. It's 30, 40 minutes away. Um, it is a, it is a similar job to New Mexico State, but with all the bells and whistles. So um, he would be he would do a phenomenal job. Uh, is it a Tang, better job than New Mexico State? Like, why would you leave? Uh, I don't think it's close to as far as the type of job. And I think the league and the WAC has gotten better now that you have Abilene Christian, Stephen F. Austin, Sam Houston State, Southern Utah all joining the league. I think the wax gotten stronger, and then obviously Grand Canyon did a good job, and they put a ton of money into the program, so they've won conference. So the wax gotten harder. Why? Um, why is it? Why is it not close though? In terms of just like forget yeah, the lease. Yeah, just amenities. I mean, I think tradition uh, is similar as far as uh, winning. I think there's definitely people that have gone high major a lot from UTEP, but uh, as far as the place, I mean, training table, uh, practice facility. Your own weight room. Yeah, yeah. The, res the resources. It is a similar job, but basically on steroids. Uh, gotcha. Fan base. Fan bases are similar. That part of the country, they love basketball. Uh, they'll show up whether you're winning or losing. But if you're winning, they'll really show up. Um, yeah, you have a, you have a and you have a national championship tradition at UTEP. You know, Texas Western and uh, so much stuff that you can sell at that place. So I think Jerome Tang would be phenomenal. I think the national championship story of winning as an assistant and now going to a place where they've won um, to a Texan Western just makes a lot of sense. I think he should be somewhat the favorite in my opinion, because you win a national championship, you should get some uh, respect for being a big part of that. And what he's done at Baylor, again, probably one of the most remarkable stories and what he's been a part of doing with Scott Drew and the staff is one of the best stories in sports period from where they were after the Dave Bliss era. 
And then Joe Golding, I'm biased from uh, working for him, but what he's done to Evelyn Christian definitely warrants him a job like this too. So I don't think you can go wrong with either three. It's just depending on preference. So be curious to see what they do. For sure. For sure. It will be interesting. Um, Portland State, Jace Coburn, what's going on here? Are, are they moving him up? Uh, are, they, are they interviewing other candidates? Any any word here? I haven't, I haven't heard a lot other than Jace sounds like it's the favorite and they're working to figure that out. I don't know if it's one of those they have to open up or not. Uh, you always like it when they don't open it up if you're the, if you're the uh, associate coach or the guy that has a chance to get it like UMBC. Once they hire the search firm, Makes it a little bit tricky. Uh, I don't think they have hired a search firm, so hopefully Jace does get the nod here. It sounds like he's leading the, the race from what I have. All right. Anything? Arkansas Pine Bluff, Coach Ivory retired, uh, internal hire, or do you think they're going outside? Just take his – Yeah, yes. I think they're going outside. Um, if you look at what the the, the SWAC and the MEAC has done recently in hiring, um, there's either been a successful assistant. If you look at Alcorn, they hired Prairie View's assistant last year. And then if you look at South Carolina State, they hired Memphis uh, assistant and longtime uh, really good college basketball coach, Tony Matlock. Uh, a year ago, Arkansas uh, – is it Arkansas State? Yeah, they hired – Alabama um, State. Alabama State. They hired Mo Williams, uh, which was, a you know, um, kind of one of those high-level splash hires. So uh, I think these jobs are still coveted because it's a head job. So I think you can still get a high-level person. So be curious to see what they do. I think they're going to go outside, though. What do we got for Central Michigan? Thunder Dan? Tell me Thunder Dan. Thunder Dan. Is there a Thunder Dan watch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything new. Uh, sounds like Ty Simon still has a good chance at this. Um, I, I think they have started their interviews, but I know that it's a job that it seems like they want to get a winner and somebody who – uh, has some ties not only to the area, but also has a track record of winning. So uh, it sounds like he is heavy on the list is, is all I have on that one. Yeah, and they did hire an outside search firm, um, B, what is it? Uh, um, it's DHR International um, is doing the search. So, yeah, you would think, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Central Michigan is kind of, you know, you just, you, there's not a lot out there as far as like rumors or speculation on this job but uh that hire makes sense but also somebody else maybe who has some ties to the area um uh, in the region would be good but yeah i'm, I'm curious to see san heath wasn't anywhere on the watch for uh for, for eastern michigan so central michigan could do something very similar yeah stan heath we, we, his name has been circulated for weeks we've been talking about him on the show for a while so <laughs> uh, you're right. Central Michigan has been a little bit more quiet. Uh, yeah, for sure. Okay, Delaware State uh, Hoop Dirt reported our guy Xavier Silas, uh, assistant coach with the Delaware Blue Coats G League team, is yep. involved with this one, um, which would be great. Xavier's really sharp, um, energetic, uh, definitely a star in the in the making. I, you know, G League to college doesn't happen a ton, but you know, I, I'd be all for it. Um, yeah, he, wa he wants a shot. He's hungry for a shot. You know, he wants a shot to do this thing. I know he's kind of been involved with a few different college jobs. Uh, I think maybe even Denver he was involved with. And, um, yeah, I think he definitely wants a shot to lead a program. Delaware State is a challenging job. So as much as he is a good coach, the recruiting will be a huge factor because it's not uh, – I have competed against Delaware State. It is not the greatest setup to win. Um, now, they may change and improve that, but – 
not necessarily one of the better jobs in this league either. So uh, his work will be cut out, whoever gets the job, as far as rolling your sleeves up and recruiting, but definitely a place that, uh, yeah, be curious to see what they do too. They got a red color combination too. I want to just comment that real quick. The, the red and the light blue, you don't see that very often. So if you can pull it off, then, then you can make that a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, next one, staying in that region of the country, Central Connecticut State. Uh, this is one that they, they've kind of been dragging their feet on. Definitely. That's okay, but like Jim Ferry was on their list, and you see he's been snatched up by UMBC. You know, what are we waiting on here, Central Connecticut State? Don't miss out on any more candidates that you want. Maybe they've got their guy. I don't know, but this one's really taking a while. Um, but, you know, again, sometimes these smaller schools, you got a lot of hoops to, to jump through to make a hire, especially right. in the time of a pandemic. Um, so perhaps there's something going on there. Uh, but this one's been open for quite some time. Yeah, a little surprising just because they were one of the first ones to kind of know that they wanted to make a change and made a change. And just seems like normally you have a better idea of, but it happens. It happens. It happens. I, IUPUI is probably in a similar boat. Speaking of jobs that have been open for a long time, IUPUI has been open for two years. They've had an interim coach for two seasons, and the pandemic probably changed things last year for them. And uh, this year, the Final Four, I don't know if they did interviews during the bubble. Uh, they had games being played at uh, Founders Stadium where they play their games. Um, yeah, there's a few names. Terry Johnson's name still been mentioned from Ohio State, was a former – Assistant at Butler, um, David Raglan's name has been mentioned. Uh, Stan Gord, Division Two head coach, Stan Gord. Uh, I'm sorry, Stan Gord. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, also Matt Crenshaw, his name. He's an alum. He has his jersey retired. Uh, played with the great um, George Hill there, and uh, made the big shot to put them in the tournament. He's an assistant at Ball State and a great, great basketball mind, so he would be good too. So, yeah, curious when they're going to do something or if or if they're going to do something. Maybe they don't do anything. Um, Hutchinson Community College, Steve Eck is retiring. Uh, I think this has kind of been known for a couple months, but it was made official yesterday. Um, one, of the, one of the best JUCO jobs in the country, obviously the host of the national tournament each year. Um, so that's nice. And, and they got in again this year on a farewell gift. Always, always great to see guys go out on top. Yes. Very well. Uh, yeah. some, some people thought it was controversial. They maybe shouldn't have gotten in, but they got in on the at-large. What do you think here? Um, you're going to have Division One guys, high-profile guys, going after this job. Uh, who do you who do you like for this one, Brian? Yeah, I, I haven't put a lot of thought to this one. I, I was actually just thinking about it the other day. Just like well, let me, wow, let me, I, I, I wonder what they're going to do. I'm sure there's going to be some type of a, I don't know if it's a tie to Hutchinson, Kansas in the uh, long tree of either former assistants or whatever. I don't know if that's going to be in the mix or it's going to be a sitting Juco head coach that's not at as good of a place. Um, yeah, that's what I heard. It was a gift, J.O. That's what I heard. <laughs> J.O. doesn't like, doesn't like the at-large gift. <laughs> a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of controversy around Hutchinson get, uh, about, about Hutch getting in, a lot of ranked teams in the top 25 polls. That did not get in, um, that deserved it not. Some people feel like, why do top 25 polls if they're not even going to get in on at large? So, um, needless to say, I would wonder if a guy like um, Donnie Jackson, 
who may not have any direct ties to Hutch, but is the number two seed, I believe, uh, at Oklahoma Tonkawa. Oklahoma Tonkawa is not a great job traditionally. He's done an unbelievable job to be able to put that place to number two overall uh, seed. So I would think someone like that who you know can win and uh, put Hutch, keep Hutch at the level of competing for national championships will be so, a guy. So who are you gonna are you gonna go or or not? Um, not who would you get, but do you think they're gonna go the Division One route, or do you think they're gonna go like a proven small college? I think I think they're gonna go the JUCO route. If they if they're if they're who I think they are, and they understand JUCO like I think they do, <laughs> if they understand JUCO like I think they do. Uh, you need somebody that's, I mean, a division one guy that's coached in Juco and been a head coach, sure. But if it's well, look, not, you've seen it work both ways, like it, it works both ways, you know what I mean? Like Steve DeMeo was a, a yes, he had Juco experience in New York years prior, but he was like a division one guy coming to take over that program. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying you're yeah, wrong. Yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, yeah. Wrong. I'm just saying it worked, it's worked both ways. There's no right or wrong answer, true. Um, yeah, I think they're going to go with somebody who they believe is either a big name from a ju- from a junior college level. Um, yeah, Donnie has. Thank you, J.O. Um, yeah, big name from the JUCO level that's had success at that level or, yeah, possibly a Division One guy. I'm going small college. I'm saying small college. I'm, I'm putting it here, putting here first. Okay, I like it. I think you're right. I think they're going to go proven JUCO guy as well. Now, now, like Northwest Florida, for example, they did hire Greg Heyer. Who was a Division One assistant, but was a big time JUCO, um, you know, head coach. Chipola had some success hiring Donnie Tindall. I don't know if Donnie Tindall had any JUCO uh, background before that. I don't know that about his, but he was a Division One guy, so it could go either way. I think this is going to be JUCO. Okay, I like it. Well, Brian, that's all the jobs we got to talk about today. Um, we did it in thirty-eight minutes, so oh. us. Um, we hope you guys tune in again. We'll be back at it Thursday. We're going to keep going Tuesday, Thursday uh, for the foreseeable future at noon Eastern. So please continue to tune in. If you missed any part of this show and you want to go back and watch it, you can uh, do so or listen to it on uh, Apple or Spotify or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, drop us a review, five stars only, as always. Um, and uh, two more days before our intro to coaching conference this is for yeah. student athletes uh or former student athletes that want to transition into coaching it's a free virtual event um registration will be open for i think about 24 more hours so if you want to be a part of this um head to risingcoaches.com go to our events tab uh, there's still time to fill out an application uh, if, if you guys out there have former players or current players that want to coach uh, make sure you let them know about this this great free resource and also, it's going to wrap up uh, with a speed interview session. So if your program is, you know, you're going to need to hire a GA or you're at a JUCO and you know you're going to need to hire an assistant or whatever, uh, and you want to, you know, talk to some former players who go through this this conference and, and learn a little bit uh, and see what they're like, see if anybody piques your interest, um, there's still time to sign up for that speed interview round as well. And you can just reach out to us at adam at risingcoaches.com. So, Uh, That's what's on store for us this weekend. There's still time to sign up, uh, but we will see you guys back here. Same time, same place, uh, Thursday, noon Eastern. Yep, with more scoop on the carousel. Absolutely. All right, Brian. Thanks, man. Take care. Peace.